Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, Episode 57. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon, founder of DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com, and today we're going to be talking about one of my very favorite things, scrapbooking software. Um, today I have a special guest on, um, Carol Aslan from ScrapbookCampus.com, and she's one of the software experts for Paint Shop Pro um, and we're going to be talking about Paint Shop Pro and what it is and a little bit about some of the new features that have just come out. If you haven't um, heard about Paint Shop Pro before you're in for a treat because it's a great piece of software and so I'm excited to have Carol on um, to talk about it because she really is um, she knows just about everything there is to know about Paint Shop Pro for scrapbookers. Hi, Carol. Hi, Melissa. It's great to have you on again. Lovely to chat. Yeah, nice to chat again. <laughs> so, um, before we jump in, um, do you want to let people know a little bit about you and the Scrapbook Campus? Sure. The Scrapbook Campus is the one site I have since over four years. It has where you can have various classes on scrapbooking or on paint shop. So sometimes it can be scrapbooking with paint shop. Sometimes it could be scrapbooking on its own. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be paint shop on its own too. Mm -hmm. for uh, users who are doing other than scrapbooking, like maybe card making or other kinds of projects with the, the software. Yes. So this is a, it's been going on for over four years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great to see it grow um, in the time we've known each other. Certainly the campus has grown and you've got lots of great um, resources there. And we'll get into that a little bit later for those that might be interested. Um, but to start off with, I guess we should ask the question, what is Paint Shop Pro? So do you want to give us a little rundown on on um, what the software is and, and why you use it and recommend it? Sure. Um, Paint Shop is a graphic editing program. It's good for photo editing. It's good for graphics. It's good also with uh, for vector work and for painting to certain levels. Um, I don't personally use much of the painting and vector stuff. Mm -hmm. I do mostly the graphic part, which is related to more to the scrapbooking mm -hmm. and some photo editing too. Mm -hmm. So uh, it is a quote-unquote inexpensive program if you compare it to the, the big big ones from Adobe, mm -hmm. the Photoshop or Cre uh, Creative Suite. So Paint Shop is uh, more affordable. I started that using that when I got an old copy from somebody at version 7. Mm -hmm. And that's when I kind of dove in and tried to figure out how that program worked and what to use it for. And when I discovered scrapbooking, the light just went off. Mm -hmm. Because that was like, oh, wow, this is something I can do. And so I started with the version 7. I think it was in 2003. Mm -hmm. And now they just released version 18. Mm -hmm. So that's quite a way <laughs> since <laughs> first, my first uh, experience with Paint Shop. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, it's certainly been around for a very long time and and that's one of the unique things about paint shop is that it does more than just um, bitmaps and yeah it's certainly got lots and lots of features it's so interesting now because I um, now there's you know very regular releases for all these softwares and you're like wow up to version 18 already <laughs> yes. I remember using like paint shop 5 so yeah, <laughs> so um, there has been the new release which has prompted me to get you on the show today. Um, so let's chat about some of the cool new features that are, that's in PaintShop. So what would be... Sure. <laughs> the, the, the one feature that I really, really, really love and it's going to be absolutely perfect for scrapbookers is the text scrap text wrapping. Mm -hmm. I know that um, that's a feature that scrapbookers, anybody who wants to put text and have it in a certain shape or like follow the, the edge of an element or an object or an image, before they had to play with you no know, kerning, the return, the spacing, and it would all have to be done manually and then if you realize oh I forgot a word you have to kind of start again because yes. <laughs> everything was going to be moved and uh, it was like it was feasible um, it was really tedious although um, I had in the past developed a script to do something like that but not with the flexibility it gives now mm. because right now you can have the text wrapping inside of a vector shape Mm -hmm. or a selection, any mm -hmm. selection. So it could be round, uh, rectangular, or it could be a freehand selection, and your text will fit in okay. that selection, whatever shape it is. So with the text wrapping, it can go inside the selection and... Yes, it, it will be like, for example, if you have a, a, a speech bubble, mm -hmm. you'll have the text that will stay inside that. Okay. Or if you have two objects, like one object on the left, one object on the right, and you want to have the text in between and still follow the the edges, mm -hmm. for example, it can do that. Or it could be inside of a heart shape or uh, any shape, really. Any shape, you can make a vector mm -hmm. shape or a selection. Mm -hmm. And basically, you can you, you have so many ways to make a selection that you can do it freehand, you can have it in the, the weirdest shape if you want, <laughs> the text will stay inside that shape. Yeah, so um, just thinking about how I've used text before, do you also have um, in PaintShop Pro the ability to do um, along the edge of a shape? Oh yes, that was so. a text text on path. Text on that's a path. Been so that's a long, okay. long time. Since I remember, that has always been one option and you can have it on any path as long as it's a vector. Mm -hmm. That was always um, a very easy feature to use, but inside the shape, that was missing. Okay, so that, that's there now. Mm -hmm. So oh, yes. when you say um, a vector, shall we just explain for people what that means? And I guess my then my next question is, um, what can you turn into a vector or are you just drawing them? 
like you would well, draw a vector and then put the text inside? You can do that, or sometimes you might have preset shapes already. Mm -hmm. You might have vector shapes like the shape of a heart, the shape of a bubble, the shape of an arrow, or sun, you know, a butterfly, or mm -hmm. a sun, or a moon, or you know, some shapes are available. You can download them, or, mm -hmm. or you can create them yourself too. Yeah. But uh, so, so it depends on what you are using. So if you are using the vector shape that's preset already. Uh, no, it's a diamond shape, or it's uh, an arrow, or you know, a tree, or <laughs> flower, and you want to have your text inside that. That's fine, but you can just do it also with a selection. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, for those who don't know, when we're speaking about a vector, a vector is instead of a bit map, a bit map that's made out of pixels of of colors. Um, a vector is actually a mathematical, um, a shape that's made up using math. So we've got a circle and as we resize it, it doesn't get jaggy or anything because um, as you increase the size, the math says, okay, we're going to increase the um, radius of this circle to however large you've dragged it. Um, so a vector is um, just a different way of creating art. Um, on your computer really um, and in in other programs like um, f uh, Photoshop and Photoshop Elements you can do a little bit of vector work but um, most people would know um, a, a lot of artists who do a lot of vector work might use something like Illustrator or other other vector based programs so it just basically means right. instead of using pixels we're using maths to create a shape. <laughs> Another way I, I see the difference is mm -hmm. like it's the difference between making a picture out of blocks versus making a line picture out of elastics. Oh yeah, rubber that's bands. A, that's a that's a really great example too. <laughs> no maths <laughs> required in that example. Exactly. <laughs> but you can stretch it. Yes. But you yes. can't stretch the, the the blocks. No, you cannot. <laughs> it's not going to work. Ah, so, what else is new that you're excited about in PaintShop? Uh, there's a new. Um, there was a new feature in the last version last year, which was the uh, magic fill, mm -hmm. which uh, in which you could select an area and it would fill that area with something from the outside. So, if you have uh, an unwanted object, you did not have to clone or take a little piece and redraw it. You could just select it and it would fill. Now they added like another level to this tool mm -hmm. by having what they call the magic move. Mm -hmm. So what it what happens is that you can select an element or, or section and with the magic move, you, you get it on a different layer and you can immediately move it somewhere else and then where it was from will be filled in. So it's like making two or three steps in one. Okay, that sounds really great. <laughs> so so if, you want, if you have a family picture and one child is a little too far and you want to bring him closer, mm -hmm. you can do that in one, uh, well, almost one step. Mm -mm. Yeah, so you're just basically making a selection and then just kind of moving the person and the background gets filled in where they were. Exactly. Oh, that's really so clever. That's, 
that's kind of interesting. And they also added some interesting um, features with the layer palette because as you know, when we work in uh, scrapbooking, our projects usually have tons of layers. Mm -hmm. And if you want to scroll down and you can easily have like 50 layers if you have, you know, some titles made with uh, individual letters and so on. So uh, they added a way to search in your layers. So if you know that you're looking for a button and the layer was called button, blue, whatever, mm -hmm. you can do a search and it will just highlight all the button uh, layers. Oh, that would be so handy if you'd say done a seek, you know, you've got sequins and put 20 of them on your layout or something. <laughs> right. And so it's really, easily. so it's really interesting. And they added also a way to collapse or expand all the groups mm -hmm. at once in one click. So, because sometimes if you have, for example, you have a title and you have 12 letters, you might put them in a group. Then you want to collapse them because that takes up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And then you might have another a cluster with you no know, seven or eight elements. And again, you want to collapse them. And sometimes it's like, okay, I want to collapse them all or I want to open them all because I want to see what I have or I want to manipulate them. Mm -hmm. So instead of having to go and scroll down and scroll down and collapse and scroll down and collapse again, you can do it in this one button and does it all. Mm. in one time so it's kind of a interesting way to uh to manipulate yeah. um yeah because you can end up with like 70 layers on a scrapbook oh, page easily yes mm. yes because we want to keep everything on separate layers to keep all the flexibility mm. of you know, the scrapbooking, you don't want to merge everything as soon as you put the flower there because maybe you want the flower somewhere else, you know, in 10 minutes or, or next yes. week. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> for sure. So you, you want to keep that. Um, they also added a few new merge features. So, for example, now in one click, you can merge visible layers into a new layer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so cool. sometimes you might want to have a merged copy of what you're working on, whatever, like maybe the progress or or something. So you can do that, and you can merge se selected layers because now, since a couple of uh, versions, you can select several layers at once. You know, in mm -hmm. in the past it was only one layer at a time. Mm -hmm. Now you can select ten or twelve, and they don't even have to be adjacent either. Mm -hmm. So you can merge them. Before, if you wanted to merge 12 layers, for example, you had to put them side by side mm -hmm. and then go to the top one and go merge down, merge down, merge down, and do that every for, mm. for all the layers you had. Now you just select the 12, you click Merge Selected, and they're all merged in one click. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's and really handy. Yeah. And you can also merge the, the selected to a new layer. So maybe you want to have just the title on its own, but on a separate layer. Mm. Uh, maybe that you want to keep, maybe you want to keep the other ones, um, let's say, hidden. Because you want to keep them, but you want to have the title in one layer because you want to manipulate it and you just don't want to 
move all the the letters it's like another way that you can use that it's kind of a yeah. kind of a neat little feature yeah that's often what i um say if i'm going to put some ribbon and tuck it in and out of a layer it can um, of the letters it can be easier to just merge the whole title and then erase bits or whatever and then I still keep my individual letters as a backup in case something goes terribly wrong exactly <laughs> because it's it's so common to to either have a mistake you want to correct or just change your mind mm. and you know in scrapbooking that's so often the case that's that's why we do it digital so we can change our mind <laughs> yes we have the oops button, like yes. I was told. <laughs> Control Z. <laughs> yes, that's a good I think way. that's probably, uh, that's standard in most programs. Yes, so yes. I was told it's called the oops button. Oops button. Oh, that's good. We, um, uh, I think that the um, Z key is probably the most used key on any scrapbooker's keyboard. <laughs> I'm sure that's the first shortcut they have to learn. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, other improvements we have. Uh, we have now the brush sizes are 3,000 pixels. That's another improvement mm -hmm. um, to what we had. And Interestingly, they have, and I thought at first I was wondering what would be the use for that, but you can have the selections, like especially if you want to have um, elements of the same size. Let's say you want to have different hearts and you want to make the selection of the hearts. You can set a fixed size. You can say 200 pixels. So everywhere you try to make a selection, they will all be 200 pixels. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to uh, guess, you know, is it going to be the same size or not, or make one and then copy and paste and do that. You can just select, 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 select. They're all going to be exactly the same size. That is handy and, for making. And you can also, yeah, for making what? Um, so for like making, I, I've used that kind of feature for making templates and having all the photo spots the same size or, or something like that. Right, and you have also in that um, that same uh, area, we have also the fixed ratio. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have something that's always twice as high as the width, mm -hmm. so whether it's rectangle or flower or whatever, it's always going to be the same proportion, same ratio. So it could be really um, handy if you want to select a lot of things um, mm. In one in one process. Mm. Um, about that, what do we have else? Also, something else that is new is the way the the ability to to do real time gradient adjustment. Mm -hmm. So when you have a gradient, we used to have to okay you you open the window to get the gradient. You pick your gradient, you apply it. Then you say, well, no, I want to have like more of the white or this way or I want the angle a little differently. So you had to go back to the window, create a new swatch, mm -hmm. use it, hoping it's the right size. Mm. And so that was really, really a long way around. So now you can open the window and you can adjust the gradient and you see it directly on your works 
your work, your, so your shape okay. or you'll see. So you know if you want to move that node a little bit more or change the angle a little bit there or, or something like that, you see it in real time. Okay, so you've got like a live preview and you can go back and edit it later if you need to. It's not really a live preview. It's really a, it's your work. You okay, see it so it's actually work, live. <laughs> not just a actually preview. Actually live, yes. Yeah. Not a preview. Yeah, yeah. So that can be really um, interesting for mm -hmm. that. Um, we have a new batch process interface. Before, if you had a batch process, you wanted to, let's say, rename elements or you wanted to run a script to resize a bunch of pictures or add a watermark or or um, whatever element, what, whatever process you wanted to uh, apply to a series of photos or, or images, mm -hmm. you, had, it, you could do it. It was all in one window, but it was more or less confusing, not really intuitive at all. But now it's... It's made in a way that's like step one, okay, you choose your pictures. Step two, what action do you want to do? Step three, what do you want to do once the action is done? As in um, where do you want to save it or do, what format you want to save it? And do you want to overwrite the previous image or do you want to have a copy or in which folder and stuff like that? So it's much more... Uh, intuitive and user-friendly. And by the looks of that, um, just looking at their, um, their features there, it's visual as well, so you can actually see your images. It's not just a list of, of file oh, names. Right. Yeah. right, because before we had only the... Uh, it was just a list, unless when you pick the, the images, you could see the thumbnail, but once... It was in the in the paint shop to get to get processed. You couldn't see it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it is good. much easier. Yeah, and that and that's the kind of thing you might use for, like you said, renaming or resizing a whole bunch for the web or that kind of thing. And lots of yeah, or if you have a ton of pictures and you want to, I know, pop the color and you can run a script for that or mm. add a watermark. Yeah. If you have your photos or your layouts already made and you want to add a watermark, but maybe you don't, maybe you want to have, for example, uh, your your layout resized for the web and a watermark and saved uh, with certain compression level and you can do all that. And So could you add a graphical, this is, I ask this because this is my, some people ask me this about Photoshop elements. Can you just add text as a watermark or can you add an image or a brush as a watermark? Whatever you want. Mm. Whatever you define as a watermark. So it could be um, an image, it could be text, it could be like an overlay mm -hmm. or, or like that's going to be uh, completely on top. It could be an overlay that you apply uh, with a blend mode. That, for mm -hmm. example, you can have some kind of a, when you have an embossed, uh, design or and you apply the I can't remember which blend mode it is but Screen, then it, it looks like it's uh, it's stamped mm -hmm. you know it's textured you can have your name like that or your logo or mm, or even really X across it if you want <clears throat> mm. so it could be something like that it could be a tube also because you can use tube it could be a brush it could be 
yeah, all anything. Mm. And and for those who aren't familiar with Patriot Pro tubes, are like um, they're very advanced. They're kind of a little bit slightly related to brushes and a bit related to actions. So they're really they're really like smart. There's nothing in Photoshop that's the same as a tube, really. So <laughs> yeah, a tube a tube is uh, somehow a little bit like a super duper sticker type of image mm, in that. which uh, you, t you don't control the color like you would on a brush but so it is full color in itself and depending on the kind of tube that you have and there are different kinds you can uh, either use them like a sticker like you ha can have a bunch of flowers or you can draw with them and have them like a rope or a string or a chain or even tire tracks Mm. That will be following your your mouse uh, movement, and and let you create whatever elements. Mm. Yeah, they're really cool. They're really cool things. So you need to see them in action. <laughs> All right. Well, before we um, wrap up and move on from this section, do you have any last cool features that you want to let our listeners know about? Some other things are more like. Um, easier ways like for example if you want to save a file for a JPEG you get the compression directly into that window you don't have to go around and go to a different window to change the compression uh, to, to save your file before you had to go to a different window now it's all in one window so just a little bit of little details, but they, they kind of help with the workflow. Right, so there sure is a lot packed into this brand new version. And um, so for those people who are interested in checking out um, PaintShop Pro, how, um, how, how can you go about purchasing it? Well, you don't have to purchase it. You can try it for 30 days mm -hmm. first. So you can go um, on the Corel site mm -hmm. or you can come in the campus where there's a link directly there and you can try it for 30 days. The trial version is full, ver is the full version. It's not, it doesn't have any locked features mm -hmm. or any, nothing, you can do everything you want with it. Mm -hmm. um, all the features are there. Um, you can save, you won't have a watermark on your project to say, hoo hoo, you didn't pay. Yes. <laughs> you, <laughs> some programs are like that. Yeah. But, uh, not a problem. You get it for 30 days. And after 30 days, if you're happy and you think, yeah, it, I can, I can use those features, then, mm. then you can buy it. Yeah. And you have, um, you have, um, some classes, like you have a free class that, um, you know, you can use along with a free trial to get started in digital scrapbooking, don't you? Yes, I have some classes, some tutorials, and um, you have, I have some beginner class, I have a basic course, and I have some more advanced ones. I also have a ma master class every month that is live, mm -hmm. and usually it's on the first Sunday of the month. And after the class is held, the the class itself is recorded and the video is available for free for a month 
for anybody who can log in the campus, mm-hmm. it's free. You don't have any the, the written um, handouts or anything, but you can see it for free. And then next month you can come back and you'll see another one. Mm. Well, that's really great. But you can also but you can also buy it and get uh, a permanent. Um, forever access you can download the video and then you get the illustrated guidebook too uh, for purchase but you can also just watch the class for free Mm. every month and there's always one for free Mm. that's a really great resource especially if people are just um, trying it out or they're uh, they're wanting to just even learn more about paint shop pro and what it can do because they're you know (laughs) we've just scratched the surface on a few of the newer the newer features so thank and you. those classes, they, they, they range also in, in topics. It's very different from one to the other. Mm. And I'm just about to start a new, uh, new section in the campus, which will be the lab, mm-hmm. where you'll have uh, tutorials and what I call experiments, which mm-hmm. are somewhat like challenges mm-hmm. if you want to follow along and... Uh, so those are those are going to be available pretty soon. I'm just, f- no, putting the finishing touches to uh, to the room after finished painting. <laughs> For sure. Well, what we'll do is we'll have links to um, the lab and all that kind of good stuff over at Scrapbook Campus. We'll also have a link over to the. Um, where you can download your 30-day trial for um, Paint Shop Pro. And just to let everyone know, that is a one-off purchase. So it's not like the Creative Cloud. You just buy it once and you've got your license and you can use it for as long as you want, Um, similar to how um, Photoshop Elements is. So just for those that are wondering, because I know that's one of the big questions people have nowadays, because so much software is a subscription model. And Paint Shop Pro is right. <laughs> so nope, it, it's not, and they don't have any plans to go that route either. So yeah, yeah. So it's a great option for you if you want to check it out. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been fun to chat. I love um, a little bit more of a technical episode. <laughs> that's <laughs> I love. I love hearing about all the features and everything that's going on. And I hope that our listeners have really enjoyed it too. And they'll all head over and and check out scrapbookcampus.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, Carol. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. (laughs) That's my phone now. (laughs) Okay, I'll call you back. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast today. If you'd like to learn more, head to scrapbookingpodcast.com where you can find the show notes for this episode and the links to everything we've talked about.